to the bottom of the page, the very last paragraph, it starts out, men and women drink. All right, here we go. Men and women drink essentially because they like the effect produced by alcohol. The sensation is so elusive that while they admit it is injurious, they cannot after a time differentiate the true from the false. To them, their alcoholic life seems the only normal one. They are restless, irritable, and discontented. Unless they can again experience the sense of ease and comfort, which comes at once by taking a few drinks, drinks which they see others taking with impunity, after they have succumbed to the desire again, as so many do, and the phenomenon of craving develops, they, de they pass through the well-known stages of a spree, emerging remorseful with a firm resolution not to drink again. This is repeated over and over, and unless the person can experience an entire psychic change, there is very little hope of his recovery. On the other hand, and as strange as it may seem to those who do not understand, once a psychic change has occurred, the very same person who seemed doomed, who had so many problems, he despaired of ever solving them, suddenly finds himself easily able to control his desire for alcohol, the only effort necessary being that required to follow a few simple rules. All right, Paul, that is, uh, that is our small reading for this morning. Um, I, I looked in the, I saw in the chat that today we have a, um, we have a, a, a new person here with us. Her name is Natasha, and she wrote in the tech chat that it's 6.30 for her, and it's her third meeting today, and she's on her third day trying to learn the program. So I just wanted to put that out there so that um, we can welcome our newcomer today. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Mike. And uh, Paul Alcoholic, nice to be back. Yeah, this reading, uh, I want it, it's sort of, uh, you know, let's say we all have a, a similar set of programming. And some of the programming is we have free will. We have the power to direct our will to do things separate than other people do things. And then when things don't work bad, we have the power to sort of recognize that and stop and uh, do what's best for us and what's best for others. And there's a lot of these assumptions. And then when something takes you over, called alcoholism, those assumptions, because of the belief in them, produce a lot of frustration and confusion and uh, bewilderment because we don't understand why I can't control stuff. Yeah? Because if I am the long-lasting, independent, separate thing and I have power and I can enforce my will on topics and have them bend to how I want it to be, in other words, uh, not fitting myself around things, but things fitting around me. Yeah, it's incredibly bewildering when something has taken you over and disguises itself as you and starts running the show. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And uh, of course, there'll be a huge denial of it, but other people who've been taken over by the same sort of parasitical movement will recognize the similar symptoms and the effects, yet you'll be constantly acting as if it's a choice or I can stop if I wanted to and stuff like that. And basically, 
I feel, if you look at it as a parasitical movement, it isn't a parasite. Yeah, you don't see it on a CAT scan or an x-ray. Yeah, it's not a thing. It's mental activities. But to picture it as a parasite, something that we have, we're familiar with, the real basis of that uh, imagery is to see that which is defeating you as other than you. Yeah, so that there's a possibility that arises when that understanding occurs, which is I can be free from it, finally. And one of the bewilderments is all our, all our attempts to be free from what we think is going on, we're trying to be free as what we think is going on. Yeah, there's an identification as that which is driving, seemingly driving us crazy. So we fall under that huge category of self can't get out of self and why did they come up with that because a lot of people are doing exactly that they're trying to get out of self as self <laughs> why would they come up with something that you know they would have said self can get out of self and this is and this is the advanced uh, 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 level of recoveries self can get out of self no it's a statement because people observed the, the uh, futility of doing just that. And they gave it to the community, thank God, so that other people that show up and start experiencing the futility can have an understanding already available that may fit what's going on, which is self can't get out of self. That's why it's not working. That's why it's not working for the way Susanna is constructed right now to escape the way Susanna seems to be. It just can't happen, yes? It's not, and then what happens is when it expresses that fact, the self-centeredness, self-centeredness uses it to beat ourselves up with. Well, other people can get out of self. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's because of my incredible faultiness, my defects of character. It's an impossible. Yeah, and I'm watching everyone all day getting out of self. No, you're not. You're not getting. No self is getting out of self. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of this assumed belief structure doesn't get threatened much in a regular life. But if you put, bring about an addiction to it, it amplifies what's going on. Yeah. So what you may not have been seeing when everything was rosy, you start seeing when something has entered your life like a foreign pathogen, you recognize it. Yeah. Hopefully, because it's such, it's, it's it's painting with a very broad brush. It's hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, if it wanted to, if something wanted to get your attention, we should. It should have gotten our attention by now. Yeah, like we're screwed, so to speak. So, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, people want to drink because they want to escape self. Yeah. Because when they're obsessed in, in the, when the, when the obsession in, uh, with self is going on, it produces an irritability, restlessness, and discontent. It's agitated, and then we're agitated. Yeah, and so we try to do something to soothe it, and basically it tells us the disease tells us uh, what to get at the pharmacy. Really. <laughs> Yeah, it sends us to the pharmacy to get what it says is the solution, alcohol, drugs, shit like that, which already promotes the disease even more because we're listening to it. Yeah, 
It's speaking to us as us. Yeah, it's a heavy duty combination. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. I mean, I hope it it must trigger some sense of camaraderie when uh, we talk about something taking us over. It sure felt like that in hindsight. When I look back on it, basically, uh, Paul was just a vehicle it used to you know to express itself. It doesn't have arms and legs, you know, to stir things up. <laughs> so it uses mine. <laughs> and all the while, every time I'm in the pit of defeat, I can't see how or why. Yeah, I can't see that it was self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. It's yes, I don't see that because there's the act of being identified as self. Yeah, so we think that which is defeating us when we when we have self's manifestations appearing in our lives we're blind to that recognition because we call them ours it's about it's a it's one of the fundamental basis of life right now yeah it's are we in an act of being identified as what we're not which could have just gone on for 70 years but then it piled on an addiction landed on self and amplified it, yeah? Alcoholism brought out the worst of self, so to speak, so that you could see, hopefully, you can see by its fruits or by its manifestations, you can see what tree you've been sitting under, yeah? So then you finally recognize the problem. Not, instead of looking from the problem, you see the problem. Yeah, it's a huge change, huge difference, I feel. Yeah. And I think it had a lot to do with, uh, you know, a stabilized traveling lighter for 33 years now. So I think being clear about this has a lot to do with how things are right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. This is why, you know, they describe the effects and, and you know, the, the, uh, the loop of getting loaded and the remorse and everything like that. But they don't, it's not clear in the book what's the exact nature of what's going on. And we're just trying to add something to it. Like it says it, in a vision for you, you, the vision for us that this, this power is going to constantly reveal stuff to us, yeah? And they would state where they were was they they only knew a little and more was going to be added by other members. Well, here you go. We're attempting to put out a diagnosis and back it up with, you know, the stuff in the book. We didn't put page 64 in there. We didn't, you know, erase a paragraph and put being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. They put it in. Bill W. and the people who wrote the book put that in. And it seems to be in a very important position because it's right before the inventory process. So that we can, what are we going to do an inventory on? Self. Yeah. Why do we do an inventory? How do we feel like we're doing inventory on us? That's usually different. Yeah. Because it says being convinced that self manifested in various ways has defeated us. So we go into the inventory process and we do an inventory on us. 
And self just keeps disguising itself all freaking day. I walked in, my resentments, my fears, my harming other people by looking at the sexual behavior, and I left with knowledge, but I still left with my resentments, my fears, my harms done to others. Something was missing in the process of three and four. Yeah? I feel, so now I don't see a resentment as mine. I see the head telling me it's mine, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> you know, it's trying to, it's trying to send me some free samples. I don't care. Yeah. Resentment is just based from, it's, it's a seeing from a, like a myopic view, basically. Yeah. So what happens when you, the spiritual awakening then gets developed? Your view gets more panoramic. So you'll, maybe you'll feel like somebody's screwing with you, but then suddenly the rest of the theater gets to be noticed, and you say, well, wait a minute, what the hell? Am I going to pull the guy over and get shot at and then go to jail for what, you know? It's crazy. So, yeah. This is what I'm just, I'm just going to pound it away. I, I am. And I'm going to just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it because I do not feel if you don't see this you're going to be looking from the problem yeah and you don't want the problem to be critiquing the solution you just don't yeah I don't want to hear from self how I'm doing in recovery <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't want to go to the patient to, to get a diagnosis of the disease. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to have that come from a higher power, so to speak. Yeah. So happy to be here. Thank you. Right, I don't know if I actually thought much about the what was written, but whatever. Yeah. It's awesome. I don't see any hands up right now. Uh, oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, Elysio just pulled in with a with a question. Elysio, come on in, Mr. King Baby. Yeah, I'm running, I'm running out of questions, but uh, okay. what uh, I think I know the answer. Oh, but what do I do with the pathogen, or is this the pathogen asking that question? Well, that's going to be up to that's going to be up to your own individual experience. Let's have faith that it's something else other than the pathogen asking what you can do, and then just listen to a sponsor or someone you respect in the program and take their suggestions. And if they work, take more of the suggestions. Yes, that's called sponsoring. Sponsoring is a verb. It's. It's a suggestion of a, of a, let's say it's an offering of a suggestion and what's, what's, you know, realistically expected of the sponsee is to take the suggestion, check it out. Yeah. Don't have contempt prior to investigation. Hopefully in your new condition, you're, you won't have that. And then you just see if it works. And if it works, there'll be more suggestions built on that suggestion. Yeah. And then perhaps that's the better way. So yeah, ask someone who you're working with, well, what do, we, what do I do? And they'll suggest some stuff. Why don't you have prayers in the morning? 
get a commitment, make sure after six months, go on to H&I. Yeah, do that. And if you don't take any of the suggestions, that's not sponsoring. <laughs> yeah, this sponsoring isn't a noun of sponsor and sponsee. It's an act. It's a verb of suggesting and then the person trying it out and then building on that suggestion. Yes. And then leading the one person through the process because it is a process. You don't want to start doing the ninth step at the first step. You want to you need to be conditioned and changed sufficiently to really have the clear spirit of the ninth step by the first eight steps. Yeah, they lead you to that ability to do the ninth step and actually how it was the spirit of it, not as a mea culpa or to try to get out of feeling guilty, but something else, a, a willingness to have things change. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, ask someone. To... See, sometimes people, I wish certain knowledge wouldn't come out so early. Let's say the knowledge of non-duality, because then you start thinking about the first step from a non, an intellectual non-duality position, and you just get more confused. Just fucking keep it simple, yes? Ask the person you respect, what do I do? See if it jives with the book, and then just... Get into the, get into the dance of the of the steps. Yeah, yeah. And after a while, you'll know what to do. When you you remember before, you would. I was in so many situations that I didn't know what to do, but I did something anyway. Yeah, which really jackpotted me. We admit we don't know what to do, and that opens us up to listening to other people's suggestions concerning this disease. I, I don't mind. I want to hear from uh, someone who has recovered from the seemingly hopeless state of mind and body about how they recovered from the seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. I do. It's especially when it seems to be hopeless for me. Yeah, I'm open to follow some suggestions. Yeah. I, and if I would have been, if I would have had some intellectual knowledge that would have fucked with me in there, I would never have stayed sober. Yeah. Thank God I got dumbed down until the point I could think a little more clearly, or at least uh, receive some new ideas based on the new design of living from recovery. Instead of because usually in the beginning, if you're seeking so many new ideas, the head's trying to replace recovery in a sense. It wants to see, oh, if I, I don't need to do this, I can have this, have the same, you know, but. This is a specific target about the insanity that precedes the first drink, yes? And that what they finally realized was needed was a spiritual awakening to keep that insanity uh, that precedes the first thing and have it be sanity that precedes the first drink, which means you don't have the first drink. So you never start drinking. (laughs) So you don't have to become a master of how to stop drinking. You just don't start drinking, yeah? That's the, that's the... That's the gift of sobriety, really. So, yeah, bro. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer? Let's ask. Prefer? Yeah, ask some people. Hey, bro, how, what did you do uh, to stay sober? All right. Well, they'd say, well, I thought prayers in the morning when I woke up was pretty good. So then maybe try some prayers. Yeah. Uh, I thought. 
you know, getting commitments at the meetings I go to would be great. And it really like worked. Pray, okay. pray, pray to who, though? It's like, pray to what? Hmm? Like, what the point of that? Hmm? What Pray to what? Like, pray what? Like, pray. Don't pray to what? Pray. pray. You're not, you just pray. It's not this. You're not the setting the direction. Just use the serenity prayer. Yes? You say, hey, as a fact, hey, please, you know, allow me to have the courage to face what I can do and then the wisdom to know the difference and all like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, Thank this you. thing, I don't, this, thing, this is a little, see, if you're a real addict and an alcoholic and you, and you try to uh, apply non-duality for recovery of that, it isn't going to work in most cases. Yes? Because non-duality doesn't have a handle for you to use. It frustrates that wanting and desire to get a handle of things and use them. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm on day three yeah. and I'm frustrated. I'm on day three again yes. and I'm frustrated. Yes, well, there you go. You're frustrated because what you think will work hasn't, yes? And this is what we surrender, yeah? Sometimes we surrender the intelligence. Sometimes we surrender what we think we know some, or we're willing to, and we put it aside and just take some suggestions other than from your own head, yeah? Yeah, and then what will happen? You'll be sober for a few weeks and some momentum will build, yes? And then you'll see then the then the, the spirit of the program will be will become alive yeah because you're going to be the instrument that it plays itself with yeah it's got to bring you into a a, a a better repair yeah and then you're going to have the spirit of the program but uh, yeah yeah you know i didn't even know a <laughs> When I most needed it, I didn't even know there was AA. Yeah, I had heard it. I actually had gone to a meeting from a judge years before, but it that was it never even came up. I ended up making a two-year commitment. I could have gone to a one-hour meeting, maybe. <laughs> I went to a program because I didn't know what else was going on, and I had to make a two-year commitment. I moved in and stayed there. If I would have known there was a meeting around the corner, <laughs> that may have been the easier way. Now, people have tons of spiritual knowledge, but their, their cup is full already, yeah? So it just sits on the surface like foam, yeah? When you drink, you never really drink the foam. You get what's underneath it, yeah? So something has to... Yeah, yeah. You know, this is how it goes. If I'm not a self, then I'm not an alcoholic. Though, I'm fucking in a drunk tank. <laughs> Sit like that. This ain't making sense. <laughs> yeah. well, when I'm in the drunk tank, I'm like, I don't belong here. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you're going to return quickly. <laughs> there's a lot more. 
in the drunk tank to learn than in a book, yeah, a spiritual book. You'll learn more about your present tense condition by realizing where you're at than what you're reading. <laughs> We're with you, bro, but you try to see the importance of first things first, yeah? You have an active case of alcoholism, yeah? Active. It's not subdued. It's not in remission. You just were three days ago loaded. You need, uh, let's, yeah, all those other ideas are out there and they'll be out there. But you need to have maybe recovery as the primary focus. Yes? And don't try to bring in other information. Just take the information of AA and then just see and then take suggestions of someone who's been through this program and let's get sober you know let's get into the habit of being sober and then the next time you read some book you won't be trying to use it as a way of escape you'll read it and you may be able to absorb the information and it won't just go in the head it may drop yes yes yeah There's a feel, okay. it's a different feeling than when you're you're constantly looking to try to get out of something. When you read a book, you, that intention's in there, and it and sometimes it it neuters the book's information. Yes. Yeah, it's almost as if you're using it as a drug or something. It doesn't work that way. I feel, especially non-duality, because it's not going to give you shit. <laughs> it ain't it's just gonna it's just gonna explain uh how you're not really <laughs> yeah so all right bro yeah if someone may hear if you stay after the meeting i'll come back Alicia. there's some people that'll be here maybe if you don't have a sponsor ask them to be a sponsor a temporary one and take a suggestion or two today yeah based on that you're only three days sober. Yeah, and you're your own worst enemy in a way. Yeah. Yeah, bro. This is a, this is one of the, you know, this is a multi-purpose uh, event, Zoom. Yeah, this this little community here. And it's, we got a wide berth. Just bring in your fucking alcoholism and park it here and ask for someone to, you know, help you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Lizio. Um, Kim, we have Kim. Yeah. Hi. Kim? Thank you. Hi. Um, hi, Paul. Uh, everything you just said is really applies to me. I'm sure it applies to everybody, but it really resonates with me today. Uh, and I think I answered my question but I thought I'd keep my hand up anyways um, to see how my like thinking is tracking. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm on step one and uh, I, my issue with step one right now is I absolutely see I'm powerless, not just over alcohol, but you know, I'm powerless over self essentially um but my head says when i'm in an unconscious state when i'm in a conscious state or when i'm 
not in self, like it's this channel I can flip to, like I'm channel one is self and channel two is conscious. And when I'm conscious, which I think I am right now, because I'm not in self, I'm not suffering from self in this particular moment. I could be in three minutes, who knows? Um, I have a choice. Right now, I would not pick up a drink. Like I see the absurdity in that. I, I'm in a sane state of mind and I do not want to pick up a drink. I do not want to do anything to fuck up my life. Um, but I'm in a conscious state. And so I'm, I'm confusing that with power. No, it's also power, but what's gonna uh, have a huge influence on the power is what's directing it. Yeah. So you are power, but the point is, if the mental state starts directing it, we get certain consequences. If the higher power or this way of life is directing it, we have other consequences and other things get established, yes? And so that sense of consciousness can, ease, can be established over time, where the self-conscious aspect blurts in here or there, yeah? But it's not the same old, same old. It's not the norm. It's not the it's not the uh, standard of your day-to-day -day condition. That, that will get established in time in AA, yeah? So you'll see, instead of having two conditions vying, or before it was self-dominant, now you seem to have two vying, yeah, you're gonna have, this, the other is gonna now be dominant, sort of like the self was earlier, yeah? That's the whole point of the better way which could be described as, uh, let's say, the self phase is reliance on the head, yeah? It's having faith in the finite self. And the other, the conscious stage, is having faith in the infinite, yes? So you get more established in the second one, and you get radio broadcasts from the first one still, but it doesn't grab your attention and cause an action. And the specifically the action of picking up a drink, yeah? So you now live a day at a time, not trying to be sober. You're in the habit of being sober. Yeah, yeah. I'm not choosing not to drink today. I'm not. If that's, that choice has been galvanized already a long time ago, if there was a choice, yeah? I'm in the habit of not drinking. <laughs> it doesn't come up, yeah? It's, I don't find any attraction in it or uh, and there's no interest or much attention. I don't even have thoughts about it, which is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. And this. Uh, this was a gift that was given, but it came through the program. Yeah. A lot of gifts are offered. Some come through the program of AA. And this one came from the program, through the program of AA. That's how it was delivered. That's how it's maintained. That's how it got established. Yes? So, mm -hmm. yeah. You're in that phase. And so while you're in that phase, like we say, it's great that, you know, on any given day, we're not all insane. So sometimes you may be in that self, using your terminology, but someone you're working with in AA isn't. So they can... 
they can give you a view from the light, so to speak, mm -hmm. that will reveal uh, the foul, you know, the falsehood or the unreliability of what's being presented in your head. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's just a, it's just a change of habit, and the force of that is the program. We're gonna we're in a process, and we, it, it's not like we change. We submit to be changed. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, you're a happy camper watching the results. So mm -hmm. you allow more and more of it to, you don't put a, you don't put a struggle up. Yeah. You realize the doctor knows what it's doing. You stay on the operating table. You don't get up and you don't play doctor. You just let life do its thing. Yes. Yeah. Not with blind faith, with con complete evidence of its uh, wisdom and its win-winness and its uh, inclusiveness, not exclusiveness, and its largeness, yes? And you could say seamless. Yeah, and uh, it just treats you a whole lot better than your old employer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay, yeah. thank you. Remember, we have a new employer, Kim, now. Being all-powerful, it's going to take care of us if we stay close to it, which we can't be far from everywhere. So that requirement's met. And do his works well. It's a very vague, there's no, you've got to do this work well. It's do, the, do his work well, or that power's work. That power's work is a vast... Uh, <laughs> you know activity it's not like a very small defined way of life we need a small defined way of life in the beginning and then it opens up more and more yeah yeah so that's all right yeah thank you yeah that's why the service and all that stuff is is when we can't seem to distract that selfness, there's things to do that have worked for others that work. Yeah, doing service, having commitments, calling up another alcoholic, these things work and they give you that immediate relief you need when that engine's starting to kick over. After a while, the threat of the engine kick over doesn't scare you anymore and you know, you're not, uh, now, instead of doing service, you're of service. That may entail doing a lot of service. It may entail, you know, sitting with your kids. But there'll be an, an attitude of service that will become a dominant uh, quality of you. Yeah? And these things. This is what AA does. AA actually uh, gives us a new attitude and outlook upon life. That's unbelievable, really. That's like deep, deep work. You can't do it a weekend retreat. You're going to have a new attitude and outlook on life. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of p power afoot already. It's what's directing it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah. That's what I realized when I was uh, in hindsight from my life out there. I remember... You know, I had like magnetic appeal to people in uniform when I was loaded. So I knew there's a strong lighthouse here and I'm attracting the wrong ships. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Something's got to direct that lighthouse, so I'm going to be fucking incarcerated the rest of my life. So, you know, I came into the program, and that that ampage of that power is pretty good, but now it's much well, much more uh, wisely directed. Yes. <laughs> so there, I had a sense of a power going on by the effects that were fucking incredibly like, I mean, it's hard to get run over by a car, but to get run over twice by the same car in the same night is pretty fucking, you gotta, you gotta realize there's some juice going on. You better surrender it to a, a better director than what was directing my life. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be used. Yeah. The new employer, employer obviously implies there was an old employer. And I think it sort of implies it's probably good to know the old employer so you can recognize it. <laughs> the old employer as self. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If it don't, even, even while you're thinking you have a new employer, it may be the old employer <laughs> working undercover. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyone else, Mike? No, no, I don't see any other hands up. If we have any other hands, uh, anybody have a question today? We can use the raise hand feature or just unmute yourself and come on. Or anything, whatever they want. Yeah, it okay. doesn't matter. I don't care. We just don't want like a 20 minute ID, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not a speaker meeting. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, yeah, that's. I remember I went first went to Australia. Uh, the uh, the meetings were an hour and a half, which I was used to an hour, and then a lot of them were ID meetings. So someone would start, you know, just and the in the audience would start sharing, and it would be the whole story, for like fifteen minutes, and then another fifteen minutes. I was like, hey, I didn't, I I didn't just, I wasn't going to a, a speaker meeting. What the, you know, I had like six speakers. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it took me a while to get into the habit of an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the Zoom. I'm used to going to the bathroom after an hour. Now I've got it down to an hour and a half. It's like a camel. <laughs> I've adapted <laughs> to the way things are. Isn't that an incredible quality? to be able to adapt to the way things are. Seriously, isn't that that flexibility of spirit and action? Isn't, isn't that one of the gifts that was given to us? Absolutely. I feel, yeah, I, you know, I definitely feel that. Before, man, it was my way or the highway. You know, it was very right or wrong and black and white. Rigid. Very rigid, extremely rigid, yeah. At the point of breaking at any moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you broke uh, out. What? You broke out in handcuffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm happy everyone's hopefully doing fine. And, uh, and if they're not underlying, they're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, Paul, I really like what you were saying about how 
how we need to do the action steps of the program before, because, because, well, like for me, for example, my head wanted to take this idea of non-duality and run with it so that, oh, now I don't have to do steps four through nine, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, yeah. So cool. And, and, and the, that idea you can, any head is going to do that because the head is looking at things not in a receiving way, but in a getting way. Yeah. Right. It's looking to see what can I get out of this? And it's, and basically it's almost like a form of escape. It's constantly looking for a form of escape and that applied to certain invitations doesn't work well yeah it just doesn't and so if i'm in aa and i'm looking to replace aa that thing that i may want to replace it with may be incredibly beautiful but it's not going to work for me because it's going to cause yes yeah yeah that's my own just that's my experience i've watched it yeah a lot people uh i don't know I, I guess it would be if anything that you were established in, you'd always want to find a substitute. So, you know, I mean, I don't see how Buddhism will look like more sexy than recovery, but fucks to some people it does and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another, thing like, nice people, huh? another thing my head liked to do was, was when sometimes when you said, you know, like you shared, you shared one time a long time ago that, you know, like, you don't sit and meditate anymore. Well, my head heard that and like, oh, now I don't have to meditate either. But what, <laughs> what Michael forgot was that Paul has some comparing Michael that has a year and a half of sobriety compared to somebody that has, you know, over 30 years established in this thing. Well, in fact, there's a lot of meditation going on, but I never call it meditation. My yeah. head didn't hear that. Yeah. So in other words, like at night, sometimes at night I wake up and then I'm just there for a long time. And it's but it's great. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. So but uh, the idea of meditation as an act uh, sort of invites a claiming of that act to to reinforce this idea of being a meditator, which I'm not into. Okay. Yeah. Because a lot of the things that I was, I was brought to, uh, which represented a certain type of freedom, got co-opted by the identification as the one that was doing the actions. So the act of freedom was a form of bondage. And so that was a rude awakening and I had to take stock in a different way. Yeah. And okay. so I, I, I do shit without having a name on, a, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, I see it. I see yeah. it. David P. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No. David has his hand up right now. David, do you have a question? And when, one more thing. Michael, one yes. more thing. The prayer and meditation were suggestions, but the real intent was to improve one's conscious contact. That's what it says. It says, uh, we, whatever it does in step 11, 
but it isn't it's not just to do prayer meditation the point of it is to improve one's conscious contact that as you stay in the program you're going to have thousands of ways to improve one's conscious contact it's called living a day at a time (laughs) yeah you know every time you meet a tree or see a bird or talk with a person or whatever look down or whatever those are the act of being conscious and if you think being aware of being conscious is the way you improve it you're vastly improving it every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just that we're so out to lunch we have to do it in a certain way to remind the possibility to regenerate yeah and now you're yeah yeah so all right, but put on Dave. Sorry, I jumped yeah, in again. Come on in. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, that was great. Thank you. Thank you all. Um, but you know, I'm I'm asking the question because the room was kind of quiet and there there weren't other questions going on at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, I've been uh, thinking a lot, kind of ironically, thinking a lot about um, like self concern, right? And how the head is like constantly inviting me to the table to come and suffer you know, in some way. And when I'm psychologically suffering, I'm always identified with a thinking pattern about, you know, about this being a self, you know, and obviously it always has to do with something is wrong in the moment or could go wrong in the future. And I've got to hedge or strategize against it. So it's always this reference to, you know, to kind of a finite self in a way, some kind of fear. And, you know, that will come in and then there'll be this whole head drama and the identification with it. And then it'll go away and there's spaciousness and, and this whole like, Oh, how silly was that? And then, you know, I'm invited, you know, dozens or hundreds or thousands of times a day to come suffer again, you know? And, um, and I would just kind of wanted to ask, is it, is it, it just a matter of like seeing that through so many times that you stop accepting the invitation because I feel yeah. like, it, it, yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. It can go that way. It can go a lot of ways, but that's one of the ways it can translate here. Yeah. It, it looks, it, you see, yeah. The, let's say there's thousands of opportunities to go into that. Mm-hmm. Let's say you used to go 300 of them. So 300 out of 1,000. Now it's 200 out of 1,000. That's progress in time, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. For sure. And so you watch and then you hit the point, well, uh, because in the head, a lot of times the perfect is the enemy of the good. Yes. So you're missing out because you think you shouldn't be ever, never take the invitation. In fact, you never did. But let's just not go there. But yeah. So there's a growth that's going on that the person who's exhibiting that growth probably doesn't know as much like they say in AA a lot you know the new person comes in and the people that have been there see a lot of change in the new person before they do yeah mm-hmm. because there's something that doesn't want them to see that new that change which is the parasitical takeover yeah so this is what happens so that's why gratitude and the idea because again the head wants you to there's bigger fish to fry no, let's just stop for a second and see, hey, it's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. far out. What does that indicate? You're in good hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then what happens? You're in the hands no matter what. Instead of being contracted and holding, you start letting go. So now you start enjoying peace, peace of mind and shit like that. Yeah, and you just, but you're always in the hands. So, but it's how you're responding. And then over time, you just loosen up more and more. Yeah, and then you live as if you're taken care of. <laughs> because you are, in a way. Yeah. So, yeah, this is part of, uh, you know, to me, recovery progresses. We talk about the disease progresses. I believe recovery progresses. So let's say I got 2,000 emails. I only responded to 800 of them. That would be a great day if I used to respond to 2,000, yeah? So now it's down to 200 or 100. Then the head seeing that it's it's its power is dwindling, starts saying, well, that's not enough. I want perfection. It's got to completely stabilize, you see, to discover, to, to hide the tracks of its diminishing, so to speak, yes? So now people are frustrated because it's not perfect. That's from the head, yeah? Yeah. 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 And yeah, what would happen to some people, if you went from zero to 60, you wouldn't have appreciated the ride. So this is a way of appreciating. And in that, in that culture, gratitude grows and a lot of good qualities. So, mm. yeah. Because yeah. it's always the head. Hospital and you're not in jail today. That's a pretty good one. You're not in jail and you're not going to the hospital. Hey, things are looking up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So recognize it. Also recognize what says it's taken the imitation isn't you. So you watch, you see the thief, and then you see the policeman also. Yeah. The self has two aspects. Yeah. It's the thought about and it's what's thinking about it. Yeah. It claims both, it claims both positions. It objectifies you and then it's subjected and then it talks as if you're an object as the subject they're both aspects of selfing mm -hmm. it comes in twos it's disguised because we look like a single entity but we're basically chock full of this or that yes yeah, subject object yes or no yeah like most some people would say we're a binary system which is dualistic yeah so this is what's going on but when we look at us we see us as an object and it's singular so it gets a sense of being separate and, and independent and singular, but really you're the thought about and then you're the thinking of and it goes on and on and on. So, you know, when you're recognized as the thought about, that was just a second ago being the thinking of. <laughs> so, yeah, it, this is about... Uh, seeing one and it leads to seeing the other and then there's something uh see before when you see one captured in aa term that would be sincerely taking a position when you see both it's being established in a condition yeah you're now recognizing selfing yeah yeah because it's a subject object event as soon as something that you know becomes an object, that which is claiming to be seeing it is the subject, that's the other aspect of selfing. That which is claiming the awareness of the object is selfing. Yeah. Yeah. Once you see both, 
after a while, you don't have to see any of it. You just know. Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit, really. <laughs> and then it becomes more comedy material than anything else. Yeah. Right, right. Because it seems the invitation to, to flip into that thing is, is always something having to do with, like, that can't be it or it's not enough. You know, there's always any strategizing towards happiness is already coming from, like, a place of fear if it's coming from, like, selfing. Does that yes, yeah. because it's, uh, see, it's, it's the condition it's in is being produced by its concern of happiness. It's not looking for happiness. It's it's using happiness to to induce the condition it's has you seemingly in. See, mm. the happiness yeah. is the story, but the effect right now is what it's looking for. It is suffering. Yeah. So don't fall for don't fall for the advertising. Right, yeah. Right. No. It's so because then when you're happy, happiness doesn't have enough drama. You want something else. You know. I think I'll cheat on my wife just for some fucking fun. What could possibly happen? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lock it. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, after a while, the spiritual awakening is just, it's like a, what mostly you see in that condition is what you're not. You just see that you, which you used to look from. Yeah. We were looking from this pile of activity. Now we're seeing the pile of activity. Yeah. It's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, now you can see alcoholism where before, in all intents and purposes, you were alcoholism. I mean, that's an incredible, uh, shift why would that end or stop it's, it's still growing yeah 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 thank you Paul. nice to see you david yeah thank, thank you thanks i'll thank try you. to become a friend with you on facebook i don't i haven't gone there in a while but i will i probably have eight thousand requests and i only know a few of them who the hell they are yeah no uh, what right. the hell yeah. no, it was cool. scary you know i used to just sort of hit all right confirmed <laughs> then one time i looked at the thing and it was like a soft porn site right right, right. yeah i was like what yeah. it was magnus something <laughs> magnus Ramadi or whatever i said wait a minute i can't befriend this fuck crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah so then i had a then i went the opposite by not confirming anyone for a while so yeah Sure. You're in, David, even if I say yes or no to you in Facebook. Yeah, you're already in. Yeah, yeah that's totally cool. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, you're a lifetime member of Ben Bitsa. That uh, means you have easy access to Paul H. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm very happy to be here. You may here. call him, but he probably won't return you, Paul. <laughs> it's not personal. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice to see you, David. Thank you for your, your participation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you for your service and everything you do. Thanks, Paul. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. All right. Anyone else, Mike? Yeah, we do, Paul. Hey, um, we have Gabe, but before we get to Gabe, I have Amy in the chat. She um yeah. she's at work. She's at work right now, but she has a she 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 has she she has a question in the chat, and I'm gonna read it to you, okay, Paul? 
And it's right. I experience a lot of freedom from self through the teaching of non-duality. That being said, I struggle to not identify as the person or entity that harmed my children when I was drinking. And when I identify as that person today, I suffer and I don't help my children either. Do you have any comments about this? So she'd like you to speak on that a little bit. Great. That's what it's working. So you were in a condition or brought to a condition, Amy, that that non-duality could work. There you go. Great. That's my uh, my my response. Fantastic. That's what I like to see. Yeah. It's a beautiful combination. It's not about. I'm not saying uh, yes to this and no to that. I'm saying. Uh, which needs to be first, so to speak, in this thing of time, yeah? Is non-duality going to really work if you're freaking shooting coke and drinking like crazy? Maybe you need to get sober first, yeah? And so now maybe, Amy, the sobriety is somewhat established, and now that, that which was, let's say, allowed to occur through recovery will be illuminated through non-duality, yes? Yeah, more possibility of freedom will be available seeing you're not the one who did that stuff, definitely. Yeah, so I feel that you're, that's a great, uh, it's demonstrating what I'm just feeling right now, clearly, so great, yeah. What I'm concerned with is the head, uh, in another way, in, in another attempt to keep running the show wants to replace what it's definitely uh, deathly afraid of, let's say, which is maybe recovery with freaking anything else. Yeah. And so it, I want to, to me, when, when people talk about spiritual bypassing, that's how I see spiritual bypassing. You may have some work that needs to be done. You want to bypass that by saying I'm not a self or whatever. Yeah but without any weight to it, yes? And then usually it collapses on you. <laughs> and you're drunk and shit like that. And so, not that the ideas are wrong, there's not an ability to let them, you know, it's sort of making a, a I don't want to say a cocktail, but making a drink, yeah? Yeah, it makes total sense to add recovery and non-duality, but maybe recovery first and then non-duality, not, yeah? Yeah, so just maybe throw in a little recovery first, then add a little non-duality, and it'll really enhance the drink. I don't think non-duality is going to replace the drink because it's basically saying this, the, the glass is empty <laughs> completely. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's my feeling. And I, it's been borne out through observation over years. Yeah. I watch people... Just like when I wanted to do, I was in the first step and I wanted to get relief like a drug addict. So I called up an ex-girlfriend, which I, it would have been better if I waited till the ninth step to try to get a little feeling of better by, you know, having her say, oh, it's okay, ball. But then I called her and she got on the phone and she says, I never want to hear your voice again this lifetime. So I realized, hey, 
that's not working at step one. I've got to do the shit and then maybe at step nine, yeah? So I learned that way because I was looking at calling that lady not to make an amend in my life. I just wanted relief. Yeah, I was feeling fucking guilty like hell. And I wanted to really, like, she started as a runway model and I, she got introduced to intravenous drug use with me. She was a fucking wreck. Yeah. You know? And so I took that, obviously, f being the doer and everything. I had a lot of freaking remorse and I wanted some relief. So I called her up and it, thank God it didn't work. And then I, real, then I started to realize why step one is where it is and why step nine is where it is. Because it's not like I go from one to eight to five to four. I do it as a process because each step sets me up for the next step. And yes, and so the process builds on itself. Yeah, and I don't, I can't just randomly choose. Oh, I think I'll, you know, replace everything and just concentrate on 11. Yeah, I'm just going to pray and meditate myself out of this. No, probably won't work. Yeah, so, yeah, so that was very, thank you for that share, yeah. I'm hoping I, it's getting through a little. It's a subtlety, but don't you see sometimes when you move to go somewhere or do something, it's trying to replace something else? Your head is, your head just doesn't want to sit down and do an inventory, so it, it becomes a Buddhist monk. <laughs> you know what I mean? It can be that insane. <laughs> I'm taking a vow. I'm going over to Thailand. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It does shit like that. So, not as extreme, but it does. So, I found uh, being totally beaten in a way made me malleable for a lot of stuff that I heard to really land, yeah? When I heard about non-duality, I was sufficiently, like, tenderized <laughs> for some of it to soak in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes. But you know what? We're in a world of, of information now, and tons of information is available, you know, at a just a hit of a key. And a lot of that stuff, uh, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. All right, Mike, anyone else? Yes, we have one last question with Gabe. Gabe, thank you for being patient. Come on in. Okay. Where is Gabe? Hi, my name is Gabe. I'm an alcoholic right here. Um, yeah, at the risk of being very obnoxious, I have here, this is my grandpa's dictionary from 1935. And um, the only definition it has under meditation is deep thought. And under hmm. meditate, it has think abstractly and uh, think upon design or purpose. Like for me, I like stuff like that, you know, just basically trying to see what they were, you know, the book they were working from back then. But, you know, I mean, meditation for me, like I do, I guess it's kind of like, you know, in, in the guise of like Eastern meditation, but it's more just like I get a lot of hypertension and like I get really anxious sometimes. And so I think like sometimes just sitting down and breathing does have like a lot of good uh, benefits, but yeah, you know, I think it's one of those things that people pick up in an AA meeting and just start running all sorts of different directions with and uh, got, you know, somehow, you know, muddled uh, 
with, you know, Eastern philosophy that may, you know, may have been part of what they were, I think they, they borrowed from a lot of different uh, uh, belief systems and outlooks writing the book. But um, I just think that's, I don't know, for me, that helped just because, I mean, when it starts as basic as that, it basically, you know, it means that I can kind of make of it what I will and not have to feel necessarily, like you said, like I have to go to some Buddhist temple or something like that. Um, but anyway, no, it's, it's kind of a cool book because you can go back and look at things like Trudge and these things that people make these really happy definitions and you can see what the actual authors meant by that. And people would say, yes. like, oh, Trudge, the way of happy destiny. Like, oh, it's just walking with determination. It's like, no, it's actually walking very laboriously and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's all I wanted to add today. Thanks, Gabe. Yes. Always good to see you, see everyone, really. Anyone else? Uh, no, Paul, that's it for today. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, good. I need to clean up this house. I got, uh, we got home, yes, last night, so, yeah. Glad you're back, Paul. Yeah, let me say hello to everyone. We got PK, PK, sitting there, yes, there he is. We got another Paul. Yes. Nice to see you, Paul, over in the UK. Uh, we have Joseph C. from France. Ruby Rose from Wichita. Nice to see you, Ruby. Uh, hold, on. <laughs> hold on, my cat's trying to get in the door. Hold on. There you go. Come on in. <laughs> It's, act, it's as if a different family has moved in. <laughs> it's coming in very suspiciously. Who's here? <laughs> All right, we have Stefan on Having Never Left. Fantastic. Jacob, as always. Michael, Stacy, David, Bitterman. Hold on one second. Hey, Amelia. Can you put a, you a put link to that? Nonprofit beyond this. On the, uh, I may I may put up something on Thursday uh, for this nonprofit group in Moab, Utah. If you could, I'll explain it more. I think uh, somebody's thing is on. Yeah. That's good. Uh, never mind. We'll try to, you know, I wanted to put a link to the non-duality Put thing. it here. Can you send it in the chat? Hold on. Hey, um, hey Michael, we're going to put it in the chat. If okay. you're interested in it, they just, they have a, they're trying to get some recognition, which will help them do more of what they want to do. And they're good people. We were visiting them and we spoke for them in Moab. Yeah. You want me to put it? Okay. Yeah. You have to tap it. Wasabi. Uh, well, Moab. No, it's easy. Okay. Like that. All right. Amelia's taking over for a second. Chat. Thank Chat. you, Amelia. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. It's for a good cause. Thank you. So, no, Wabi, so sorry. Wa. Wa. B. B. Sabi. Sabi. S-A-B-I. Oh, uh, so you guys go on this site. It's in the chat. 
Okay. And then. Yeah, I, I know it then, hon. Yeah, if you go there and say uh, vote for them. You don't know what's them. Oh. Did I have to go to heart space? All right, hold on. <laughs> then once you're there, you go to heart space. There's different heart space like that. And then you press it and you vote for them. And uh, particularly for, I don't know how to get in there because we already voted. So well, won't let me go in there. Well, From, for the human resource, human, what was that? I don't know. Human something. Whatever, human something. Human something. Human well, whatever. If not, we'll try to get it up there on Thursday better. But these people, are, they're pretty sincere and uh, yeah, I like to help them. What was All the right, name? So let me, the group we're supposed what's to What's the name? I think it's Heart Space or something. Heart Space. Heart space. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right, it's, actually, me... it's, it's actually under healthcare, health, and wellness. That's the category. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. If anyone knows how to do it better, yeah. Just if you vote for them, they may get this recognition that they seem to need or to do more work. All right. We got Connor. Nice to see you, Connor, in Dublin. Dublin. Jacob, Michael, Stacy, uh, Alex, as always, Hudson Valley, Tommy. Mickey, Walter, Carl, what a murderous row. Wait a minute. I got to say this again. Mickey, Walter, Carl, and then Kristen. She's the assassin. There she is. We got Terry from Maine. Nice to see you, Terry. Oliver from Berlin. Amy from Seattle. Was that Amy's share before? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Fantastic. That was great. Uh -huh. Hey, uh, and we've got Raven King. Wow, I just like that. British Columbia. Yeah. And uh, other people, Chris and Gabe and Raven. Oh, there's Raven King. She just appeared. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back our today at 4.30 Pacific time. We do a non-duality. It's on the website under events, Awakening Together with some a group called that. And then Thursday, we're back in the recovery. And everything is on the website, zenbitchslap.com. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye, Paul.